The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. All right, welcome to a very special edition of Welcome to Matlana. I know we're all still in our championship glow after the Braves run to a world title, so we figured this week, why not relive some of what happened over the last week? It's been crazy, right? We're, we're five days removed from the Braves winning the championship on Tuesday night in Houston. It feels like, I don't know, it feels like it's been a month already, but think about what's gone on since that final out was recorded in Houston on Tuesday night with Dansby throwing to Freddie Freeman. We watched the Braves celebrate, dogpile on the field, do their championship clubhouse celebration. They brought the trophy back, which I thought was hysterical to watch the World Series trophy in its own first-class seat on the charter with a Braves championship hat sitting on top of the seat. That happened on Wednesday. You kind of took a deep breath on Thursday And then the parade. Yes, we all experienced one of the coolest, greatest days any sports fan can ever experience. A Braves championship parade in two locations, which I thought it was a very good job by the Braves to give the downtown folks a little love as well as they had a couple of block radius there where they got to show off the trophy. Braves players waving to fans down around Peachtree and uh, taking it through that area. Then they took a break. For a kind of a reloading area by Cobb Galleria, which is where I was positioned during the parade to get some interviews that you're going to get a chance to hear. Because I'm going to guess a lot of you were either at the parade, watching on TV, didn't get a chance to hear some of the great interviews, including um, A.J. Minter we're going to play for you. Brian Snicker. I caught up with Adam Duvall. Braves chairman uh, Terry McGurk and Braves bench coach Walt Weiss. Plus, Alex Anthopoulos will be a guest this week on the podcast. I hated it for Alex that the timing couldn't have been worse, right? He gets um, COVID-19, can't be around the team in Houston for the championship rally, or excuse me, for the uh, championship celebration, couldn't be in the clubhouse, but he was up in his suite for the championship rally after the parade at Truist Park on Friday. So that was a very cool image to see on that end. Um I'll be very honest with you folks, it's now six days, five days removed from a championship. When are we supposed to move on to something else? Because I'm not ready. I'm not ready to think about off-season baseball moves. I'm not ready to think about hot stove. I'm not ready to think about who's going to be back and what's going to happen. Now, that's Alex Anthopoulos' job, and the calendar will dictate you have to. In my fan mind, I'm not ready yet. I'm still enjoying What I witnessed and I've watched over and over again the final out, the final game. Uh, The highlights have been running nonstop on MLB Network. They've been running the best of the Braves postseason. I'm not ready. While I'm watching other sports, like to watch a Falcon game or to watch the Hawks early season or to watch Georgia, Georgia Tech, I'm watching, but boy, I don't have the same edge to me right now that maybe I'll get back uh, in the coming days, in the coming weeks, but (laughs) I'm not ready to go there yet. So let me take you back to uh, Friday 
as I said, the Braves between their first phase of their parade downtown and the second phase that took them down Cobb Parkway into the battery in front of an unbelievable crowd. And we started all the fun with one member of the Braves' bullpen from the night shift, A.J. Minter. Congratulations, world champion. Words can't describe it. I mean, this is, you know, best day of my life. How about you going back to Texas too, right? In the midst of all that, being a Texas guy, like that eats a little icing on the cake. It was definitely nice to have, you know, friends, family back home. Good to come to the game. I mean, this is everything you dream about, and I'm so glad that we got it done for Atlanta, and truly is special. You never know the way the year is going to go. You had a year that you like. There's some bumps in the road in it, right? You had that great postseason a year ago, and then a struggle to begin the year. Take me through that, like that moment where it's just not, you don't, you never picture having to go back. So how did you handle all of that? I mean, I feel like I wouldn't be here today unless I did struggle, unless I went through failure. And if you look at this team, I mean, like everyone has their own story. Everyone has their own failures. And we wouldn't be here unless we went through adversity. We answered the bell all year long. And that's what makes this team so special. That makes the year so special. And we'll remember it for the rest of our lives. So the night shift thing took on a life of its own between you and Tyler and Luke and Will. Nails is the only word I can use. That pressure, that stress. How were you guys able to deal with that night after night in the postseason? You just, the only way you get through it is just you, you love each other in the bullpen. We love each other on the team. And that's what kept us driving. I mean, we knew we had a special group. We knew we deserved to win, but, you know, baseball can break your heart. I mean, it doesn't matter who deserves it. It doesn't matter if you're the best team. It's a team that plays the best that day. And we pulled it together somehow in the second half, and it ended up being, you know, a special special run. And, you know, we're going down in history in baseball, so it's pretty special. So how about the, the crowds? Like, we always hear in other sports how you feed out the crowd. What about you coming out of the pen? you got 40,000 at Truist going nuts, or 40,000 at another stadium booing you. What does that mean? That's, that's why we play the game. It's for the fans. And, you know, last year with covid no fans in the in the in the stadium and it was weird and we're so thankful that you know luckily th things turned around and yeah i'm just i'm just so glad we got it done for atlanta i mean the fans deserve it the best fans in baseball and i wish we could have uh clinched at home but it's probably a good thing we didn't clinch at home because that that city would have gone wild i don't know if the battery would still be standing today hey congratulations aj world champs i appreciate it uh, I mean, it was it was so deep and just smiles and gratitude and just whatever I imagined a parade would be like here, I didn't in my mind see it looking the way it did with the fans' reaction. Again, the just the exuberance on people's faces was was unbelievable. Now, between that, the Braves did do a little reload, lunch break, a little Chick-fil-A to uh, gas up the tank one more time. It's where I had a chance to catch up with a lot of members of that championship party, including a very important member of that bench uh, coaching staff, Walt Weiss. Congratulations. I'll ask you the easiest question. How does it feel? <laughs> well, it feels great, man. It's, this, is a, this is a great way to end this, this run, and it was quite a run by our guys. Our players really stepped up, overcame a lot, picked each other up, stuck together, and... Uh, you know, we got we, we got to the finish line, man. Last team standing. It's really hard to do, especially considering everything we had to overcome. Well, that's the beauty of this, right? I mean, we hear things like the it factor for certain teams. They have the it. Well, you guys had so many big hits, so many big moments. You're in that dugout. Are you sometimes shaking your head at how many guys continue to come through? Yeah, you know, people people throw around, you know, it's a team effort. And this truly was. It took everybody 
uh, because of all the injuries, um, guys having to step up and play roles that, that, that they weren't anticipating throughout the season. Uh, of course, all the, all the deadline moves um, and guys getting healthy about the same time kind of created a perfect storm for us uh, uh, down the stretch. But uh, you're right. It, it, was, it, it was a collection of guys, everybody chipping in, doing their part, and it was, it was, it was a, a true team. I love the way the players talked about you guys and you and Wash and Kranitz and all these guys. What about Snit? Like, how big of a role is that steady hand to what happened throughout what was a weird, long, up-and-down summer? Yeah, yeah. No, Snit was great. He, he calmed the waters. Uh, he showed up consistent every day, never panicked. Uh, and I think that trickled down to the players. I love our staff. You know, it's just old, crusty, uh, should I say, baseball guys that, that have been lifers in the game. And have, uh, have poured a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into, into it. And uh, we got a great, great bunch of players. It, it's always about the players. It, it always come down, comes down to the players. We won because of our players and what they did. Well, congratulations, man. Thank you. Weiss is one of those interesting guys that, uh, boy, I wonder when and if Snit decides to ride off into the sunset, which I don't think will be anytime soon. I wonder if Walt wants to stick around and have a chance to be the next guy. He was a manager in Colorado. He comes with a lot of uh, good about him, and he might be a guy with a seamless transition one day down the road to taking the helm of the uh, Braves' managerial position. But again, that's a story for another day. Let's talk about Adam Duvall, one of the four members of the trade deadline in the outfield that Alex Anthopoulos traded for, including Eddie Rosario, who won the LCS MVP, Jorge Soler, who won the World Series MVP, and Jock Peterson, who won everybody's heart with his pearls and reminding everybody we are those MFers. I had a chance to catch up with Duvall, who had a grand slam, who had, uh, what, two home runs in the World Series itself. Um, He was obviously feeling very good about being crowned a champion. World Champions has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, I mean, that's what we're celebrating right now. We're having a good time out here. Has it sunk in yet? Uh, yeah, I've gotten to embrace it a little bit. You know, I, I tried to uh, soak it in as much as I can while it was happening and, and with the family and friends. And uh, But I'm going to be enjoying this one for a while. So we talked to you on the radio after the trade, right? And you went, I went from, you know, the Marlins to the Braves. So I go from, you know, battling out for what was going to be the, you know, the rest of the season in last place to first place. When you looked around the clubhouse, though, even the most optimistic, could you have foreseen something like this? Oh, man. I mean, the run that we had was was pretty cool. It's pretty special uh, from where we were at in, in uh, July and, uh, you know, and then the run we made there in the playoffs. Um, it's hard to win a championship. It, it really is. It's, uh, it, you know, and but, you know, we pulled together. Uh, the city pulled together, and we did it, man. How amazing was that? You mentioned the city. I mean, this city hasn't slept for, you know, almost a month. The crowd's at the battery. The crowd's at Truist. I know everybody says they feed off that stuff. Did y'all? Oh, for sure. I mean, you can feel it. You can feel the energy when, when you know, you're playing for more than just, you know, your teammates. You're playing for the city. You're playing for all those people who have been lifelong Braves fans and so, you know, it's awesome to bring a championship back to the city. When the last ball is hit to Dansby, he throws to Freddie. Like, does your mind go blank, dog pile, the whole thing? Like, explain that to the audience. Yeah, I mean, you kind of you kind of go numb. I mean, there's so much, uh, there's so many emotions going on at once that, uh, you know, it's it's crazy. You go back and watch it on video, and then you get to embrace it a little bit. So, so this journey for you has been kind of crazy, right? The trade initially here, had to go back to, tri- uh, to AAA. Like, nobody wants to do that. You never once put up any kind of uh, issue with it. You did it. You came back. 
and then you get you're, you're back to Miami and then back here like you couldn't make this story up. No, I mean it's it's been a crazy journey, uh, but I mean I felt like I felt like it all ended how it was supposed to end, and and uh, you know just being here, being with these guys, being able to win a championship, it's uh, it's special. Next step is being sized for a ring. Congrats, Adam. That's right. Thank you. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at rose-group.com. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screen, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, Check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and, of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net, or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Duvall's one of those interesting free agents now for the Braves to think about. Does he fit in moving forward? He showed he could play all three outfield spots. I thought he held down center field very well. And it's one of those decisions that Alex Anthopoulos and the Braves, I'm sure, are mulling over right now, putting together the club for 2022. Now, speaking of putting the club together, at the top of the hierarchy for the Braves is the chairman, the CEO, Terry McGurk, who has been with this organization a very long time. And you think about all the pieces that have to be put in place and all the things that have to go well, the right hires, the right coaching moves, the right player um, discussions when it comes to trades and free agents. So much has to go right to win a championship. So needless to say, Terry McGurk was beaming, grinning from ear to ear when I caught up with him at the parade about the Braves championship. Explain that feeling of getting to hold that trophy over your head in Houston for the first time. Well, holding it in Houston when the commissioner gave it to us was really sweet. I think the next 
probably even sweeter, was holding it as we rolled up Peachtree Street this morning. And uh, I, I think there had to be a million people out there. And the, the, the elation of everybody, you know, there had to be 100,000 people at the intersection where we put it up there. And people lost their minds. And uh, it's, it's sort of the, you know, that's what's happening in Atlanta right now. It's just unbelievable. I, I've been around in, uh, I went to the 91 uh, parade, the, the 95 parade, been around for 45 years. Never seen anything like this. Never. So, yeah, I was going to say, you've been around this game a long time. You know how hard it is to try to win this. It takes some luck. It takes some, you know, things working out your way. It takes Alex making those moves. Like, have you had time yet at all? Is it still too early to reflect on how we got here? We we haven't really processed it yet. You know, we're, we're still living uh, 10 feet off the ground. You know, it, when you think about, you know, every other team that quit playing on, uh, you know, uh, September 30th, um, They've had a month to plan on next season. We're we're still living this season, and um, so we're behind. But we're thinking about it, and uh, probably Monday morning we go uh, 24-7 uh, about next year. So the message to the fans, Terry, I mean, you've seen it. This, this city has been unhinged for three and a half weeks. Nobody's slept. I mean, it's been one crazy night after the next. You guys are... are you know, feeling the same, but what would your message be to the fans who have just embraced this team like no other? Oh, my gosh. Uh, we, we know that uh, not only, you know, we played last year with, with no fans. It was terrible. Uh, we did okay, but there's no question that the fans are what took us to the championship. We, we were pretty much left for dead in late July. Uh, yeah, we brought some good guys on. But it, we sold out this stadium so many times in those in that last two months. It was it took the players to another level, another gear. The the whole city really you could feel it all happening together. It, players don't do it alone. They they only do it uh, when they're egged on by such a great fan base. And you know, shoot, we've been 26 years, a, a generation and a half since we've been able to celebrate like this. Uh, you can uh, I, I totally get why this city's losing its mind. I'm losing my mind. You know. Have the business cards changed yet to world champion, chairman and CEO, or are we working on that? Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I think it will really start to uh, drop in on us when we get introduced next year on every game, world champion Atlanta Braves. It, I, I watched L.A. use that moniker at, at every uh, one of our playoff games, and I was coveting it, and it's going to be so great. Terry, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. You could hear it in Terry's voice there, just loving the fact that Atlanta had a chance to celebrate this championship. And one of the many moves that Terry McGurk and his front office have made over the last several years included finding the right piece to this puzzle in the dugout in Brian Snitker. Snit's story we all know and love, and it can't be told enough, 45 years in the organization, held down just about every job, every level including managing at A-ball all the way through the minors, third base coach for the Braves in the past, until he got the opportunity on an interim basis to replace Freddie Gonzalez. And now look where he is, four division championships, two league championship appearances, a World Series appearance, and a world championship. He's the easiest guy to root for, the greatest guy to root for, and I had a chance to catch up with the skipper of the Braves at the parade on Friday. Manager of the world champion, Atlanta Braves. Has that sunk in yet? Uh, it's starting to after what we just went through downtown and getting ready to go through now. Um, it's starting to become real. You know, I saw a billboard coming in this morning and my grandson says, like, Grandpa, do you really believe this? And I'm like, Luke, I really don't. I mean, it's uh, it is. It's surreal. 
It's really cool. I'm so happy for our city and, and what we're doing. I don't know if you'll have a time or a want like to look back. Just the playoff run itself. The fans are exhausted. I can't imagine your emotions sitting there night after night with those highs and lows. No, it's it's uh, and, you know it's crazy. I mean, um, yeah, it seems like the Milwaukee series was uh, last year. You know, and the, then they are. There's just such high-powered games and. You know, they get done late, you get up early, and it's just, uh, and you just go. You know what? You got to do it. You go on adrenaline. Um, I, that's, I mean, more proud of our guys, how they handled all that for the first time. You've been around a lot of different teams, and, and I know we use the word it, and I've said about this team, and they had it. So many big moments, whether yeah. it's Freddie against Hayter, Soler in the, in the World Series, Rosario in the LCS. How do you explain that? I, it's, it's something you can't. I mean, it's just. Uh, you just never know who's going to, you know, the whole team, what they were through this whole year. Um, and then you get in there and you just go. And um, it, you know, all those guys, you know, you talk about a lot of guys and we're here all year, but how they stepped in and made immediate impacts. And and uh, it's just an, it's an incredible experience, incredible. Um, and I'm so blessed and happy to be able to be a part of it. And I'm just so excited for our city. I mean, for the city of Atlanta, Cobb County, the whole the whole thing. I mean, it's just it was really cool to see the expressions on everybody, all the hundreds of thousands or whatever that we just have witnessed, um, and to see every the happiness and joy and how proud every all the Braves fans were. Man, I, I just I'm so proud of Braves country and. and um, it's because I say it, it's real. Braves country is a real thing. Well, you're about to get to the second phase of it, and I'm glad you acknowledge that because I've talked to more grown men with tears yeah. and excitement and what this has meant for a lot of people. Like the Atlanta sports scene, Dansby, I think, summed it up. He's like, I'm a diehard sports fan in Atlanta, and the Atlanta sports fan has dealt with so much in the way of, like, pain and suffering. To have this, I'm glad you recognize just how much it means to everybody. It, it, it's just, like I say, looking at the faces of everybody, it, it's just all the sleepless nights and everything, it makes it worth it because uh, – you know, we're all – I'm cried out. I mean, I'm cry. I've gotten texts, so many of them that have been so touching and and um, just talking to players and everything. I can't – I'm tapped out, I'll tell you. Congratulations. Thank World you. Championship sounds great, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Thank That's you. It. Folks, let me ask you a question. When it comes to dealing with experts, don't you know they've got your best interest in mind? Think about somebody in the medical profession as opposed to you diagnosing yourself. You would never do that. When, when it comes to insurance, I would think, yeah, you can go shop your own rates, but don't you want the professionals to do it for you, the experts? Well, I'm talking about the Rhodes Group. My friend Clayton Rhodes and the great folks at the Rhodes Group, they did that for me, and you should know. You should be shopping your rates or having pros do it each and every year because the rates change so much when I'm talking about home or car insurance. You could be saving a bundle if you have professionals like the Rhodes Group shopping for you. They did just that, and they saved me a couple of thousand dollars a year with home and car insurance combined. You can be the next to save a bunch of money with the Rhodes Group. I want you to go to their website. It's Rhodes-Group.com. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S-Group.com. Or follow me on Real Matt Land on Twitter. You'll see the link. You can click over and have them give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. Locally owned, a great bunch of folks who are professionals when it comes to finding you the best rates. Go to roads-group.com, have them shop your rates, 
They'll give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. If we're feeling this good about things, you know Snit is too. And well, he's got to at some point turn the page and start thinking about next season. When you're the skipper of a championship team, I don't know, go to the beach for a week, decompress, think about what just happened, all those emotional nights in that October run from beating Milwaukee to to, uh, Los Angeles and then winning against Houston. In a season where everything looked like it had fallen apart midseason due to all the injuries, only to have the thing rescued by the general manager to make so many big, what we thought at the time, I don't know if we thought impactful, but needed moves to give that Braves team a chance to at least compete in the division. And that's, remember, where we all were with our mindset when the Braves at the trade deadline, I think, were two or three games under five hundred, which leads us perfectly into the general manager of the Atlanta Braves, who if, I don't know, if he doesn't win executive of the year, maybe it's only because San Francisco and what their front office did turning a season that everybody thought was going to be, I don't know, mediocre at best, and they won 107 game so maybe that's the only reason Alex doesn't get it but Alex Anthopoulos cemented himself as one of the better GMs in the game to be able to pick up the four pieces he did in the outfield the bullpen arm and really get them all for nothing he didn't give up anything of note this on top of the moves Alex has made since he's been on the job for now his four seasons in Atlanta so it goes to you know it goes without saying how good Alex is at his his job but again he cemented that and every one of those outfielders played a key role in winning the championship we had a chance to catch up with Alex on the radio on 680 The Fan the day after they won their prize. Here he is with Chuck and Chernoff earlier in the week. He is the executive vice president, general manager of the Braves. Alex Anthopoulos, kind enough to join us. Alex, congratulations. And should I say, the, the world champion general manager of the Atlanta Braves. Congratulations. Oh, it's awesome. I'm excited. I'm also excited that I finally got Chuck back. You know, we'll yeah. Chuck decides to show up. Been ducking you, man. Awesome. This is all it took, Chuck. You were so pissed that you just wanted us to win. Give me a World Series title it. and we're, we're, we're amigos again. That's right. That's right. I, uh, first of all, how are you feeling? Great. I'm feeling great. Look, obviously, it was. I would have loved to have been there with my family. I mean, really, you know, for me, it's more about my wife and kids just because they sacrifice so much. I know people talk about it, but. I guess I feel like specifically to my scenario, we moved from Toronto, went to L.A. for two years. My wife's family's in Toronto, friends, kids are in school. We go to L.A. for two years, didn't know anybody. Two years later, hey, honey, this awesome job presented itself in Atlanta. Are you okay? We moved to Atlanta. All right, let's go. We moved to Atlanta again, don't know anybody. And we get, you know, and it was all for me and for my my career, and I wish they could have experienced that last night. But 
from what I understand, we're going to potentially have an opportunity to be part of this parade. I don't know how. Bubble boy, uh, we're, we're going to put you in the bubble. We're going to have you I like. Hey, I'll say I'll do anything. Put on a helmet, whatever. <laughs> um, I'll take anything. I just, for, for me, I just want the kids and my wife to experience it. And um, I'm just, oh, look, I'm pumped for the, the for the organization, for the fans, for the city. I've been here four years. I feel like I've gotten a good vibe and a feel for just the city and the community. And trust me, I've heard about all the, you know, woe is us and we can't have nice things and all this stuff. And so finally, like everyone should be feeling really good about themselves today. We won. We did it. Atlanta is a killer place to be. It's a great sports town. Um, I'm still like beaming when I see like Matt Ryan doing media conferences speaking about the Braves and how excited he is. And he talks about his boys and seeing Trey Young going out to our game wearing Braves jerseys and just seeing the city of Atlanta, just all these teams coming together. Like we're a great sports town. And I don't think it gets talked about enough with the really exciting teams as, as well. So it's just, it's great to be a, a part, part of that. And it's something that we have, you know, uh, we'll be able to talk about this for years and years. Alex, it's sports. It's play to win. And I've always thought that no matter play to win, go out there, get something done, do it, man. Play to win. In the middle of July, when I looked at the Braves record and the standings and the injuries and five other things, it was not so easy to have that attitude from my standpoint. Um, what about on your your end of things? Uh, when you start acquiring Jock and then decide, you know what, at the deadline we're going to add three or four more guys, um, what was going through your mind when you assessed the entire organization, the, the situation middle of July? Well, one, we'd had so many guys that, that underperformed at the beginning, right? Obviously, Freddie wasn't going to hit 180 or 740 OPS or whatever it was for a good chunk of the year. Riley started off so slowly at the beginning of the year. Dansby the same way. Acuna, for the first month, was the only guy who hit. But we knew there was just going to be a, a regression in a, in a good way for a lot of these players. We knew that um, Ian Anderson and Noah Darno would get back in the month of August. And in light of all those things, we had internal improvements that, that were, were going to come. Um, our run differential was still the best in the NL East. It was like plus 40. And, you know, it didn't get talked about during the season, but right, wrong, or indifferent, but our expected win totals were way higher than what the actual wins were. We were a more talented club. We had issues. We absolutely needed to go and add. No doubt about that. But if we could add enough with the guys that were coming back in the month of August and the way we underperformed, from individual players to just bad luck to just all these cl- close games, we had a chance to, to get in. And all I wanted was give us a chance to get in. There was no thought of if we do this, we'll, we'll win the World Series. You just can't predict that. We won, we won 97 games in 2019. I thought we had a great club and we lost to the Cardinals. So you don't know what's going to happen when you get in. But I just, as a GM, your job is to do what you can to have the team, give the team the best chance to get in or at least play meaningful games into September. So credit to the players, credit to Snit, the coaches and so on. These guys were great. Um, but I don't think it was such a far-fetched thing to add when you, looked, when you looked at things like run differential and the underperformance and things like that. Alex Anthopoulos, Braves uh, Vice President and General Manager with Chuck and Chernoff on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line now. This isn't going to be a question at first. It's going to be a statement. Covering sports as long as I have in this city specifically, I've never seen a GM make as many moves as you did, and they all hit, Alex. Like, I know your expectation when you make a move is for it to hit, but that's not realistic. You hit on all four of those outfield moves, and every one of those guys paid enormous dividends. Two of them won LCS and then World Series MVP. Like, can you even 
rationalize, uh, put that into words, like how that all happened? Nope. I, I'd love to tell you I knew that was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen. You have no clue. I mean, those guys are talented players. Like Eddie Rosario has been a 30-home run guy. and Sorle- you know, Jorge Soler has been a, a home run king, and he had gotten hot in, in July. And they had both been underperforming, and they had upside. But for them to go into each series and just dominate that series the way Rosario did against L.A., the way Soler did against the Astros, you can never predict that or expect that. And then you had a bunch of other guys that were already here that did inc- you know, incredible things, big hits, big key outs as well. So many guys on this team came through in so many ways. And one, you just reminded how hard it is to get in, how hard it is to get deep into the postseason. You just start replaying so many games and things that needed to break right for you and so on. But, look, we when you do stuff, you add guys, you're not going to bat a 1,000. And there's going to be times and, you know, you, you get three, four guys and they don't, they don't pan out. I mean, it worked. I'm elated it worked. It helped the team a ton. Um, the guys that were already here helped the team a ton. Um, I'm just really happy that we won. I mean, I'm, I, I felt so much. I think Snit felt the same way. Getting past L.A. was the big one for us. And the year before, getting past the first round, because we hear about it, right? We feel the fans say we can't get past the first round. Then we hear we can't get past L.A. Um, just to win, I don't care how, whether it's trades, whether it's free agents, who cares? We won, and it's in, and just it's great for the, for the fans. And uh, you know, credit to all these players. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. Uh, I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screen, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
you mentioned the fans there. Um, throw a bone. Give a comment about the scenes you saw. I mean, you weren't there last night, obviously, but the scenes in the plaza, in the stadium, on the field, really for this in, the entire month of October and into last night. You know, so the thing that, you know, excited me. So when I first came to interview for this job, it was between game five and six of the 2017 World Series. I was with L.A. We're playing the Astros. We lost a really tough game. My family flew back with the team. I stayed back. I crammed, tried to just get, you know, as much knowledge about the Braves as I could, and then I flew into Atlanta. And it's the first time I'd come to the new park and the battery, and I had no idea about it. And I remember just my jaw dropped. I just was like, holy cow. Like, no, this is the best-kept secret in sports. And what was amazing about being in the playoffs at home now and having a CS for the first time in Atlanta in 20 years was the world finally got to see it. And you have all these people now talking about what an amazing place Truist is, what an amazing place the battery is, what an amazing fan base we have. And I think a lot of, ple- a lot of people in the United States are asleep on how amazing a sports town Atlanta is. And I think they saw it with the Hawks last year. I think now they're starting to see it w- with us and just the turnout and so on. And it's great. And it's going to help me do my job because it makes it more attractive. More and more players are going to want to start playing here. And I think it's going to help the Hawks, help the help the Falcons as well. So I'm excited that the fans put on a great show for the world to see to show off how awesome it is. Uh, we have to ask you about Snit because, you know, wh- whether the media, the fans, and, you know, we're all at times critical of a manager, whether it's a bullpen decision, a lineup construction, whatever. All that aside, we know what Snit and, and what he does best with his relatability to his team in the clubhouse. And I will say, Alex, I thought he had a hell of a postseason with his moves, too. Totally uh, agree. Yeah, he was great there. But when I hear Dansby and I hear uh, uh, Freddie and I hear these guys to a man talk about what Brian Snitker means to them and how important he is, like you can't debate that in any circle, media fans anywhere. No, he's, you know, and I think one thing is look, anytime you manage, right? you're always going to have people that question your in-game moves, and that's just going to happen no matter who you are. I, and I, I told him this throughout the playoffs, Brewers series, I thought he made some unbelievable moves and just some subtle things that were so impactful for us to win. We can start going through each game in that Brewers series. The decisions he made were huge, and they won us that series. And then in the L.A. series, the same way, a lot of the key decisions that he made were tough decisions. You know, the, you know, having a Pauline Anderson, having Adrianza go up was huge. Um, that changes the whole thing. That changes the entire game. There was a lot of things that he did throughout the way, um, the decisions he made with the relievers and so on. I thought Snit was nails in the playoffs, and he was huge the whole way. World Series, L.A. Series, Brewers Series. And then, look, obviously, who he is is a human being. He's easy to work with. He's real. He's honest. He's straightforward. Now, he'll be the first guy to say I'm old school and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? For a guy who's old school, he's open to all the analytical stuff that we have. And he does a great job that he'll blend it. And we'll talk about it, you know. And if he feels strongly about certain things, we're going to end up rolling with him, you know. But he's open-minded. He takes information. And I think that's what's made it work so well is that we blend. And that's a credit to, to him because of the humility he has. And players see it as well. Staff see it as well. Um, and it's just a great mix. It's, it's a great vibe. He lets the staff do their jobs. From my standpoint as a GM, I have full. I just trust is a big deal when a GM and in that role. And 
I trust. When we have something going on, I, I trust. I don't worry about it. And he trusts me. And I think I respect his position and he respects mine. And we may not always agree. That's just the way it works. But, man, we always come out on the same end. I don't think we've ever gotten off the phone or stopped the conversation and he's upset or I'm upset. Like, we always end up in the same place. We might go back and forth. But I think there's such a level of respect there that, like, if he feels strongly, I'm, I'm going with him. And he sees it when I feel strongly. He's going with me. And it's been great. And I cannot give the guy enough credit. He has been nails. Last thing from me, and just a real quick comment. The story they were telling last night on the broadcast about the acquisition of Solaire, how accurate was that, that basically they come running in after watching video? Get him now! No, no. Yeah, I didn't know where that, that, that came from. So, no. This, and I, I, don't want to, I don't know how that all came about. So the story of Solaire was I called Dayton on Monday or Tuesday. Dayton was, well, Jim, just to ask about him. Solaire had been getting hot. I remember I was in the office late. And just to say, hey, you know, did you move him? What do you think you want for him? And so on. And he said, yeah, I think we're open to it. Just let's continue to talk. And then middle of the week, he told me, look, I don't know that we're going to move him. We might just hang on to him. And so he looked like he was off the table, wasn't going to be available. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, 40 minutes of the trade deadline, or one of our AGMs said, hey, why don't we just check back with the Royals one more time? So we did, and we got the deal done. So when we got him, the thought was, because we were going to go with the platoon, he would be the, you know, the right-handed a platoon bat, not just a bench bat, but a right-handed platoon bat. So Brett Anderson was starting for the Brewers on Sunday. So Smith didn't even know we were acquiring him. <laughs> so Friday, we get all these deals, and I tell Smith, hey, we got Rosario. Don't worry about him. He's not going to be back for a while. Solaire, we'll fly him in on Saturday. You guys, we don't know how the defense is going to look, but um, we could get him settled in, get him with EY, and then Sunday against Anderson, short right field. And, you know, get him in against left-handers and see how it goes. And Saturday morning, Snick calls me. He's like, hey, I was talking to the staff. And you know what? Everyone made a good point. This guy's in a really good place. He's really hot. Let's just throw him in there every day, and let's start him today on Saturday. I'm like, hey, you want to do that? Go ahead. Let's go. So um, the thought was going to be a platoon bat. And Snick, to his credit, said, let's give him a shot. Now, where that came from, the staff definitely talked to him. Um, but he was going to play, but not every day. And then from there, he just did a great job. Yeah, that's an understatement to say the least. World Series MVP. Alex, I know from all of us, the fans as well, unbelievable ride. The city is just uh, euphoria is a great way to describe it. And uh, couldn't be more thankful. Looking forward to hopefully seeing you on Friday. And the uh, parade is going to be as memorable as anything as a part of this run. So thank you, Alex. All right, guys, really excited about it. Appreciate it very much. There he is, the GM, the vice president of your world champion Atlanta Braves. That has a very nice ring to it. Alex said it beautifully. I think all our guests did today about what this championship meant to them, what it meant to the organization, and what it means to the city of Atlanta. I don't know about you guys, but as the new week begins, I'm still feeling just that that glow, that wonderful like championship uh, aftermath that I don't know that we ever thought we would feel again, and it still feels that good. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from some of your favorite key members of that championship run. If you would, subscribe to the pod. Follow this podcast wherever it is you get your favorite podcast. We have a ton of Braves content throughout the offseason. I think next week we actually will do kind of an offseason primer. Look at what uh, has to be done to try to keep the core together, the Freddie Freeman discussion, the free agent moves. So we'll have that to look forward to, and believe it or not, because the Braves played a month longer than just about everybody except Houston, you're going to look up and, and pitchers and catchers will be reporting in like three months 
That's how crazy the uh, postseason run is and how now short the offseason will be. Thank you to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast. Thanks to Derek Thomas for his assistance as well this week. And thanks to you guys for always making this podcast a part of your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Matlana. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. and parties don't stop yeah. till The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.